Yo, Gorillas, welcome to the next episode of the Athlete Insider Podcast by Gornation. My name is Phil, and today we are here with a really special athlete from Ukraine, living in Poland. Uh, yeah, Ruslan Saibov, happy to have you here. Like a short introduction for the people who don't know Saibov, he is like a strength and endurance athlete, um, really like doing crazy, crazy sets at the bars. Uh, like you won multiple uh, competitions around the world, so you're really traveling also a lot. And uh, with uh, like for your over 60k followers on social media, across social medias, uh, you're known as the Iron Wrist. Uh, so yeah, I'm happy to have you here and looking forward to get to know you better. Yeah, what's going on, people? So as my friend said. My name is Ruslan Sabov. I'm from Ukraine, representing the strength and endurance category in calisthenics. I also did a freestyle in my beginnings. I even won some competitions. But wow. is it, I guess we're going to talk about it. But yeah, <laughs> uh, traveling, writing workshops, teaching people, trying to make my way out, as you said, as the iron wrist <laughs> athlete. <laughs> But yeah, I'm just trying. I'm I'm just trying my best to be the best version of myself. So yeah, I'm happy to be here. I'm really honored to to get invited by you, fam. And yeah, let's get it popping. <laughs> <laughs> nice, nice. Um, so the first question. Um, you're like you're already really long in the game. Like, uh, you have like over ten, ten years. Ten, ten years. years. So that's yeah. crazy. Like, um, how was your beginning with calisthenics? How did you get in touch with it? Bro, it is so ridiculous and embarrassing at the same time because let me tell you the story, right? So 10 years ago, right, in Ukraine, I used to live in Ukraine back then. And me and my friends, we came up with the idea of doing the letter of the pull-ups, right, mm -hmm. in the park. Late night, I was 15 at the time. So everyone was able to complete a single pull-up, everyone in a group. And I was the only one person who wasn't able to complete even this much. Oh. I was like hanging like this and I couldn't get up. So it was like a wake up call for me. So I was like, all right, I gotta get stronger. Because, you know, it was, like, really, really awkward for me. So, like, what, like, what was your physique like? Was it, were you, like, more overweight or, like, just skinny and, and weak? I was skinny. Well, I used to be a football player. I played for, like, seven years. And at this time, when we did this ladder, I ended up with my, like, football player career or how, however you guys may call it, but it was not a professional career, but just like juniors. So yeah, I even played for the national team once. Yeah. So back into the story. Um, my physique was really, really zero. Like it was not on point at all. So it took me three months to get my first pull up. Can you imagine this? Wow. There was no tutorials, no calisthenics coaches. So, and I was embarrassed, as I said. So I had been coming up to the park with the pull-up bars every night, late night, when it was dark. So no one could see me. 
trying to bend my arms like this and shaking, you know, it was really embarrassing. So it took me three months during the, the summer. So I didn't go to school. So I had time for this, right? So yeah, I got it. And, and then it all just started to roll like this. And now I'm here talking to you. <laughs> And training in the day, I guess, like today you're able to let other people watch yourself. Uh, so you also get off this, uh, this habit of training at night. So nobody it, sees you. Exactly. Exactly. It was the, it was the, people like to call it game changer for my life. So yeah, I used to be really, really um shy person and, you know, like I was, The only thing I was good at was football and playing computer games like every child. <laughs> so, yeah, um, it got me out of this super, super deep comfort zone. You know what I mean? So, yeah, now me speaking to the people, teaching people, traveling, competing and stuff like that is the whole different person than me 10 years ago. So I can definitely claim that calisthenics changed my, my uh, mind, my life, everything, yeah. even my surroundings. Okay, because like, if you imagine uh, with, uh, with 15 years, like uh, uh, somebody told you, yeah, Cyber, you, you're gonna be like a worldwide known athlete uh, with a social, social media following, you will upload like videos from you naked like doing sports like <laughs> and everybody will watch you like uh, you would have never believed right i would never ever in my life believe that the single pull-up at this late night back in 2010 would bring me to the point where i'm like you said able to post naked pictures <laughs> <laughs> yeah crazy that, that's true crazy that's... right And what, what like, uh, did, did your friends go with you or uh, like the friends who at this night? Yeah, basically a lot of my friends from school been going with me all, all through the years where I was in Ukraine. So I left Ukraine in 2016 for the first time. So this, that was the point where all my friends stopped working out that much so i always been like a mentor or something the guy who who texts everyone let's go let's go let's yeah. go you know what i mean so they never did this it's not they fold though it's all good like you know we always have such person who tries to go to the party let's go let's get this party starting or let's get to do the workout or whatsoever and yeah i was the one And now they still work out, but they don't do it vigorously, if I can say so. Like, they don't work out on a regular basis. Okay. Yeah, so, yeah. And They had the potential, though. They yeah. had the potential, though. Yeah, salute to them. Thanks to my friends and everyone who supported me through all the years. Yeah. So you mean with potential, you mean like the genetics, like the mindset, like, or like... Yeah, some of them even had the better genetics, better potential to be able to complete more reps, to be the next calisthenics star. But, you know, it wasn't 
at the time it wasn't their passion like it was to me so there was it was the deciding point right so yeah now they're doing good though they're doing some different stuff and yeah nice um and like i would be interested in your in your journey more in depth because you also said that uh, you went to freestyle um and yeah. you, i guess you already like you tried out a lot of stuff in 10 years so yeah what yeah. was it like so i basically started as the it was not the freestyle it was not called as freestyle back in the day it was like just the street workout competition there was no strength and endurance category yet so it was like muscle up was one of the hardest elements you know front lever was something out of <laughs> out of the space so yeah. i was it was my second year of working out and you know I, i've been trying a lot of things like muscle up front lever human flag even one arm pull up and one day was the first ever competition for the first time there was the competition in my city and i was like all right let, let's go watch with my friends even my mother came so i was like all right let's go so we were standing there before the competition and i saw the line to the for the registration right so i was like standing there and asking myself why do i even do this if i never compete so I was like, all right, let me sign up. Let <laughs> Just me sign up for the competition. Yes, spontaneously. If, trust me, if okay. I didn't do this back then, I wouldn't be talking to you right now. Okay. Wow. So I took a part of the competition and I went to the finals and I won. But why did I win though? At the semifinal, one of my friends, could you kick? No one could believe this, and you won't believe this right now. He comes up to me saying, Ruslan, semifinal is your max. You will not go further than that. I was like, wait a minute. What are you talking about? You're my friend. You, you, you are supposed to support me. But later, he told me, because he knew me as a person, right? So later, after me winning, he told me he did it on purpose. Because I'm the type of person when someone doesn't believe in me, I'm going off. <laughs> like, I'm going to show you right now. You know what I mean? So, and through all 10 years, I call it hating, but people call it differently. So the hate, even the positive hate makes me moving it keeps me rolling you know trying new things and day by day um how you call it uh proving proving myself to myself to, to the people i surrounded with to everyone so yeah if he didn't believe i mean if he did believe in me i wouldn't win <laughs> So yeah, this is why why I won my first freestyle competition. It was the, the only one I took a part of though. Then I got injured because uh, as I said, I've been trying a lot of things, right? New things without any 
fundamentals. So I didn't have the strong pull up, the strong dip or push up whatsoever, any of the basic elements of calisthenics. And it got me injured eventually. I hit the point where I started doing front lever raisers with the with the weight and my 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 back started to hurt. And then I started to think, what is wrong? What might be missing? So then I started to take it slowly and with the basics. So after this, after this injury, I started to do strength and endurance, right? And I stopped doing any, you know, static moves and other things. And I've never been injured since then. I mean, those small injuries, small injuries like elbow, my elbow hurt today, but tomorrow it doesn't. <laughs> you know, <laughs> all those small, small things that happen to all the athletes, not only in calisthenics. So, yeah, after this, um, I've got to, to see the YouTube video called 20 Muscle Ups, Thanks for Watching by Zev Zaccavelli, the founder of The Barbarians. It was like the, it was the second game changer <laughs> of my life. I decided to try to do the muscle up as clean as him. I tried, I failed, of course, because he did 20 muscle ups like, just like that. Yeah. So it was the point where I started to take strength and endurance seriously. And I found out about barbarians back in the day. And uh, I wanted to join, you know, the, it was at the time it was the, like the most elite in the world. I mean, team in the world, the, the best in strength and endurance. So I was like, all right, let me, let me try that. <laughs> so they had the requirements, right? Like the physical ones you have, you had to do, to complete at the time five muscle ups, 45 dips, 25 push uh, pull-ups, sorry, then 55 push-ups and five muscle-ups in six minutes. Mm -hmm. And seven years ago, it was really, really, really tough. It's still tough today, of but course. then it was mind-blowing. So, and beside the physical part, you had to get in touch with the with the team right so they get to know you better and you know allow you to join it was not simple like you know um get the shirt or get the the hoodie with the name of barbarians and get the part of the team mm -hmm. so it was really something new and i was like yeah I, i'm doing it so it took me like two years to join and yeah even um even then, a lot of people didn't believe that I would make it because, you know, they're from United States. I'm from Ukraine. I barely spoke English at the time. Wow. So it took me a lot to learn English, to get better in, in my endurance and stuff. So, yeah, it made me a better person in two aspects. So I started to learn English, mm -hmm. which brings a lot of opportunities to me now for me now and 
uh, and physically, of course, it made me strong. So I'm really thankful for this period of my life. And I'm thankful for Joseph to barbarians to made me that they made me strong. But yeah, as some people know and might have noticed that I'm not a part of the team anymore. So I joined the the, the team in 2014 and I left, unfortunately, I keep saying it, in 2018 because of the some, you know, no one ever spoke about it publicly. So it was a misunderstanding about how the thing should go in my life and their life and the life of the team, right? So I'm not going to, you know, get into the details, but I really, really regret that it's happened. Mm-hmm. But yeah, everything what happens, happens for the better, for good. So yeah, but backing, backing up to the story of, 2014 when I joined, right? I decided when I joined them, I decided to go to United States. And it, it was the start of the third game changer of my life. I was talking <laughs> to chronically uh putting changers in my life right now. But yeah. Uh it took me two years in university to make my way out of Ukraine. So you know, to get visa to for to visit United States in Ukraine, it's like five percent chance. Mm-hmm. You know, you you live in Germany, right? Yes. You guys don't even have to get visa. No. To go to the United States, when well in Ukraine, we get rejected when applying for visa in like ninety five percent of of uh, attempts. Wow. So to really get out, I mean, to go to the United States, you have to study hard. You have to be all like super proper person. So the embassy realizes that you have some reasons to come back because if you're a good student, you want to keep up with your studies, right? So you don't, you're not going to stay in the United States illegally, you know? So yeah, I started hard and stuff. I I went there in 2015. I met the whole team. I've met a lot of legends like Hannibal, Beast, uh, Doc, Zeph, everyone who basically brought calisthenics on map. Nice. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I'm uh, talking about it. I, I've got, <laughs> you know, chills, real, real, real chills because a lot of, it's a great memory. You know what I mean? A lot of great moments. Uh, you know, seeing your idols in person and talking to them and, and basically learning from them, from every word they say (laughs) yeah yeah, this is crazy this is crazy and now being one for people cannot believe still cannot believe this still so yeah then um there there is the competition pull up park jam or something like this i don't even 
remember how, a lot of words. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it's going since I guess 1999. The competition oh. every year. Yeah. Oh. Crazy. Probably one of the oldest competitions in calisthenics overall. So in 2015, I took a part of it and I won in several categories. So it was like really great in terms of uh, myself as an athlete, as a trainer even, because I started to get a lot of invitations to come here, to come there, to teach, to show and stuff. So there was the point where I started to think about being a coach, being something bigger than just working out. So, and apparently it, it worked out <laughs> right, right now <laughs> yeah. I'm doing this. So yeah, I started to do a lot of things like teaching, trying to do online coaching, writing plans for people. And it wasn't really looking good at the time. You know, I was like, a beginner and writing plans or in providing classes and stuff. Mm -hmm. But yeah, it all starts from the scratch, right? And the more you fail, the, the more you learn. So yeah, then in 2016, I won the same competition for the second time. Okay. But I didn't stop. Well, there are a lot of categories in the competition, right? So in 2016, I was really, really out of shape because of the work, right? Because I started to um, work three, how do you call it? Three, three works, three jobs. I've got three jobs, workplaces, three workplaces. And I've, I've been trying to uh, earn some money to make some money to pay for the trainer certification. Mm-hmm. And it was really, really expensive, almost one thousand wow. dollars. You know, it, it's really expensive for me. Yeah, yeah. And me being the nineteen years old guy, paying one thousand for the certification, it was like a real. I was taking the risk. Mm-hmm. I was ro- rolling the dice, as they yeah. say. And yeah, I've I made some money. I saved it, I paid for this, but I was really out of shape. So I decided to compete only in muscle ups. Mm-hmm. I was like, I- I'm always in shape for muscle ups. <laughs> so I won, I won for, for this category. And yeah, it was my last, my second and last competition in United States. After this, I started to get some messages from Europe, right? to come here, provide a workshop, come here, we have the competition, you can judge. And, you know, at the time, I was like standing in between, choosing, choosing in between coming back to Europe, finishing my studies and, you know, bloom in Europe or staying in the United States for three more years get the uh, the passport the citizenship and then doing the, the thing i'm doing now but later later mm-hmm. on you know what i mean so i was like choosing in between doing the thing right now 
until it's too late or stay in the United States and maybe in three years I will still have this, you know, starting point. You know what I mean? Like mm -hmm. the, the moment where you can use it to the fullest. Yeah. So I chose, you know, coming back to Europe, finishing my studies. And yeah, I started to compete in Europe, providing some workshops. I even went to Singapore, bro. <laughs> wow. Right after coming back from United States, I got back to the studies and stuff. And then random text on Instagram. <laughs> I even had like 5K followers on Instagram at the time. Wow. I was like, I was not known. Only in, in a certain groups of people, mm -hmm. like in, only in calisthenics uh, people. And someone texted me, yo, have you ever considered coming to Singapore to provide a workshop? I was like, yeah, of are course. You, are you <laughs> joking? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, I basically thought about it last night. <laughs> So, yeah, I was like really shocked. You know, I didn't expect it at all. So I went there and I've been, I, I spent there seven days and I had been providing workshops every day. And I wanted to thank those people who invited me because if it, if you guys didn't invite me, I wouldn't be so confident yeah i wouldn't be so confident because you know it one thing when someone invites you to provide a workshop in i don't know in ukraine in poland but when you travel 20 hours to teach people and and they basically are waiting for you to teach them yeah bro like that that actually means that you're doing something right and that brought the real, real huge confidence into my um, coach um, skills, coaching skills. Yeah. So I went back to Ukraine, finished my studies, and then this competition, for now, I call it the most prestige and the most, just like the best competition, Burning Gate. Mm -hmm. uh, because most of the strongest people come in there to compete in strength and endurance and freestyle and so on right not so on it's only strength endurance and freestyle mm -hmm. not so on. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah um i went there i won it was it was not so big at the time in 2017 and i won I won in Europe, competing against the one of the best, and it it made me even more popular, right? Especially in Italy. Basically, most of my followers, like calisthenics followers, are from Italy. Wow! Because I won a lot of competitions there. I mean, not a lot. I went there three times for the competition, so people really got to know me, and um. Then, of course, I came back, provided workshops in some, you know, countries and stuff. I went to Israel, which is also like, why? Yeah. <laughs> why not Germany? Why not I don't know, France? <laughs> yeah. Israel. The same. I had the same feelings like about Singapore. Yeah. 
<laughs> so yeah, in 2018, it was the best year for me so far in terms of competing, traveling and stuff. Because in 2018, um, maybe, maybe you've seen it, the battle between me and Sergio Di Pasquale. Mm -hmm. So some people call it like one of the best battles in strength and endurance yeah. because, so let me explain you the whole thing. <laughs> uh, the routine for the final was five muscle-ups, 50 dips, 30 pull-ups, 60 push-ups, five muscle-ups, the barbarian requirements. Yeah. I was the barbarian at the time and Sergio was too. And Zef was judging. <laughs> wow. Can you imagine this? Yeah. yeah. So um, it was weighted. So on muscle-ups, we had 20, uh, 12, 12 kilograms. And other exercises, we had 20 or something like this. doesn't matter. That, what matters is Sergio was way ahead of me. And I was doing, I don't know, 30s rep of my push-ups. And he was already on muscle-ups, the last muscle-ups. Okay. So he did two muscle-ups. And I finished my push-ups. Mm -hmm. So I was like really, really pumped. Mm -hmm. And then Iron Wrist came <laughs> into, the, into the game. <laughs> so basically what I did right after the push-ups, I came to the bar. I tried to do the muscle-up and I failed. Mm -hmm. I rested 15 seconds. Mm -hmm. I got back to the bar and I did the muscle up like my wrist basically I don't know I don't even I, I can't cannot even show you <laughs> it was like way way out of place okay and this gave me so much confidence in the fact that I'm gonna win so I won <laughs> I won I just made made consecutive reps one by one with like 10 seconds rest. And this is it. This is how I become the real, like start, people started calling me legend, but it's a whole different story. I'm going to tell people about calling legends using the, the, the word legend. So I've become one of the best, but uh, as I mentioned about the word legend, people nowadays in 2020 started to use word legend to everyone who is strong. Mm -hmm. But let's not forget that legend is someone who has or had the huge impact on the game, on people's lives and so on so if someone is able to complete 50 pull-ups with super clean form he is not the legend yet he's super strong and mad mad props to him but don't don't confuse the word it's like for now calling i don't know if you watch football but you know 
for example, calling the youngster Eric Holland, for example. He plays mm -hmm. for Borussia, right? Mm -hmm. He is still 19 or 20, something like this. Yeah. So people started to call him a legend already <laughs> and comparing him to Cristiano or Messi. Like, okay. come on, man, you cannot do this. Yeah. He's good, but compare him to the to the people of his age. So it's too early to be called a legend. Even though, yeah, I have impact on people and stuff like that, but it's not so big yet. Mm -hmm. People who started this, for example, Hannibal, Zeph, Beast, and, and all those guys, they are definitely legends. Yes. Definitely. They had the huge, huge impact, and they brought calisthenics on YouTube. And they changed a lot of, a lot of lives. This, this is why we all do it here right now. I mean, probably it would happen eventually without them, but we never know. Yeah. So they did it. They're legends. But yeah, I hope to 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 get to the point where I will consider myself a legend. But I don't know if I'm, I have the right to do this. <laughs> but yeah, you know what I mean. Like, yeah. it's not it's not the time yet. Okay. Yeah. Not yet. Okay. Nice. Crazy. So intense story um i think like uh, we will if there is a video of the battle right um the uh, so we yeah, will put it in right. the description um so for everybody is interested in uh, looking the wrist uh, in a weird position so yeah uh let's, <laughs> let's do that and uh, like how does your uh, workout look look today um uh, like how is your your week structured um my week stru structured this way I mean, not always, but most of the time, if I don't travel, if I stay in one in one place, this is how it looks. Monday, no, let's start it this way. I have the 100% output during my training, right? So on Monday, I do around 40 or 50% of my max, right? Tuesday, I do 50, 60, but weighted, low weight low weight, no heavy weight for me. I will explain why. Wednesday is either not working out at all or just super, super light stuff like core workouts, cardio, running, playing basketball, football, whatsoever. Thursday, after I rested on Wednesday, I'm doing like 80, 80% of my max. So it's kind of, you know, intense. Mm -hmm. Then on Friday, I wake up and I decide whether I'm working out or not at all. So it depends. But if I do, I do like 30% max load. Mm -hmm. And Saturday is the, is the killer. <laughs> 100% until I cannot lift my arm. Okay. And Sunday is usually full day of resting. Sometimes it's just me and my girlfriend would just go to the forest and make like 10 or 20 kilo kilometers just walking you know like active active rest or something like this um so yeah and talking about the routines i do i don't stick to any so-called progressions i don't increase my reps week by week i have the routines i have to complete monthly right and for example monday i wake up and i am in the mood to complete this and that 
I'm doing this and that. Mm -hmm. Tuesday, different. Wednesday, different. And so on. So basically what I stick to is just the approximate percentage of my output, mm -hmm. right? And yeah, I just have the goals. For example, for now, I want to complete 60 really, really, really clean pull-ups, mm -hmm. right? Like super clean. And I have 50, 54 for now. I can do 60, but like even the muscle up after, I don't know if you've seen it. Wow. But the, the short, the, the form is kind of shorter. I will explain about it slightly later about my method of increasing reps. Mm -hmm. And uh, I just have the goals I work for, and I know the routines I can use as a blueprint to get those goals. Mm -hmm. So this is how it works. And and I'm and I mentioned about the short form and why this makes sense. So my students online or personal students here in my gym where I work, they progress super fast because I implement shorter range of motion to complete more reps. Mm -hmm. So our muscles, right? Contraction and then stretching, right? And this is the cycle. So our muscles, when doing 50 reps short, get, are getting used to 50 cycles. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And with, with time, we just increase the range of motion. But our muscles are getting ready to complete the cleaner version of, of, of this move. So short form doesn't mean bad form. Mm -hmm. So it doesn't mean you have to, you know, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> do this, but just, you know, shorter range of motion. This is it. No kipping, just, you know, to get it, get it moving, mm -hmm. get your muscles used to the charge. So this is why I progress fast, relatively, of course. Mm -hmm. My students progress fast. So this is, this is a great advice. And if you implement it, guys, you will really, really feel it even after one month. There is a guy who, who I teach online, and we started two months, three months ago. He started from seven muscle-ups, no clean, not, not clean at all. And last weekend, I provided a workshop and he went there to join it. And the day after we did the workout, like group training. And he was able to complete 10 pull-ups and then 10 muscle-ups right after. And wow. then it was the last routine for the day. Wow. Just because he uses this method technique and stuff. So, yeah. Crazy. <laughs> so, so the method is like, uh, first you do the, the, for example, if your goal is to do 50 pull-ups, so you do 50 pull-ups in the range of motion that allows you to, uh, to do the 50 reps. And then like in average training, you go further and further. Yeah. Back to, uh, every, every next training you go lower or higher, you know, just further yeah. with your yeah. range of motion. Okay. This is it. Get it. 
Crazy. And uh, you also wanted to um, say why you don't uh, like low and uh, heavy workouts, why you don't do heavy yeah, yeah, weights. Yeah, 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 yeah. So me being an endurance athlete, heavyweight workouts, like one rep max, two, three reps up to five, those workouts don't, unfortunately, they don't mm, transfer to my endurance. It kills my endurance because, you know, our mind and nervous system is, it works like a machine, right? The, if you will drive the car only 10, I don't know, 10 meters a day, it will never go, like in, in a couple of years, it will never go further than two kilometers. It just will broke because it doesn't have the, you know, the patterns, let's say. Same goes with our muscles. So if I do two, three reps during my workouts only, I will not be able to complete 50 reps without leaving the bar for pull-ups, mm -hmm. right? It's just simple. Even Vitaly Feshtu, he's from, from, he represents the Gore Nation. Yeah. We talked about this with him a lot of times. So he agrees that in order to succeed with endurance, you gotta train high reps. Mm -hmm. And he, he basically says that to complete more reps, body weight, he would have to basically lay off the heavy weight and, and start doing you know more reps. So this is how it goes. If you want to get better in, in reps, you gotta do more reps. Uh, let's say, more than 20 mm -hmm. or something like this but if you want to get stronger in street lifting or something endurance transfers mm -hmm. this is so crazy and i hate it because i like doing heavyweight workouts too it's yeah. fun sometimes yeah. but it never helps me but for example my students who, who try to compete in street lifting or something when they do those uh, one rep max workouts and they implement some endurance higher numbers during the workout, they progress. And I hate it so much. I mean, in a positive way, of yeah. course, but I would like to do some street lifting and stuff, but it, it didn't help me. It didn't help me in 2019. I tried this for the half a year and unfortunately my reps went down on muscle ups and pull ups because I've got heavy. Of course, I started to do heavyweight squats. I got legs. I got legs. Even if you don't see it on camera, <laughs> camera but yeah, uh, <laughs> I can confirm that. <laughs> but yeah, so uh, I've got heavier and my endurance went down. This is why I didn't tell you, but mm -hmm. in 2019, I lost in the competition at Burning Gate. I took the fourth place, bro, the worst one. Wow. The fourth the, the worst one. And I, I lost in in the third place run. Oh. Uh because I've got heavier, it was the time when I implemented the, the heavy, heavyweight workouts into my daily routine. And yeah, this this was the problem. I've got heavier. I weighed 82 kilograms at the time. And my opponent was 
64. <laughs> wow. So it's like almost 20 kilograms difference. But I was still close. I was still close to, you know, to compete at the same level approximately. But yeah, now I lost seven kilograms. I've got a calories deficit. I started to watch my diet, watch what I eat, how I eat, how much I eat. <laughs> and yeah, it helped me. And now I'm flying. I'm flying. And yeah, when it comes to high reps, endurance and stuff, weight makes sense makes difference it makes difference yeah that's true um like you feel every two three kilos maybe even one kilo um that's true um like something that i'm interested in uh, when i when i work out with uh, one rep max athletes um they often say like oh no because i also do like a lot of endurance uh low endurance is not, not like it's it's so um like uh, exhausting you know you have to be in the mindset when you do one rep max you concentrate once you do like you do one rep and it's right. done like it doesn't need like of course it's also like a lot of head thing but you don't need the mindset like that you need when yeah. you do endurance when you do like uh, the third pull-up yeah heavyweight workouts are easier for for my for our mind yeah. endurance is when you are almost vomiting during the workouts there are there are a lot of times i be you know sitting <laughs> in the bathroom just you know throwing up it's so it's okay it's the workout it's okay you know and yeah to basically to at my level where i compete against the top athletes to progress you gotta you gotta go there you gotta go there to the point when when you just lay down and you don't even remember your name yeah. <laughs> you know it is what it is yeah. people who train hard will understand me yeah. really it happens <laughs> and uh, like something that i'm also interested in how do you keep your joints healthy because you said that you don't struggle with uh, with uh, like uh, with injuries uh, since you just do sets and reps or endurance well Most of my workouts are body weight. So this is basically the answer to keep my joints healthy. But of course, I try to not, you know, overtrain, do deloads, weeks sometimes. The Let's say I do one month of constant training and then one week of deload where I don't, what I do, The workouts I used to do, I don't know, eight years ago. <laughs> so it's pretty, pretty light. Okay. So, yeah, this is basically the answer. I try to, you know, eat a lot of healthy food, which kill, keeps me um, moving. I don't know. I, I'm just, I don't know. It, does, it never hurts. Okay. <laughs> it never hurts. <laughs> And I, I don't, I'm not injury prone. I, I'm just lucky with my genetics, you know, because when I played football, I never got injured, never. And is this is one of the most, you know, injury prone sports. Yes. So I don't know. I'm just lucky. <laughs> okay. Um, what are the biggest mistakes that you see like calisthenics beginners do? They rush, rush things. They rush things. They get injured. And they don't want to do this anymore after this. Because, you know, when something hurts, it demotivates us. 
business. So my advice for the beginners, take it slow. It took me 10 years. It took me 10 years to, you know, to be at the top level. So you cannot make it, make it up in one month. And I mean it, you cannot, of course you can have fast progress. You can make it really, really fast in one year. You can do stuff like I do, but the, the consequences are really devastating. And I'm not talking about your body. I'm talking about your mind. Okay. So try to take it slow. It, it never hurt anyone. <laughs> okay. The slower you go, the further you, the further distance you will reach. They're the same in Russian language. Yeah. The slower, the, the longer, something like this. It's harder to uh, translate it into English, but you get the point. Yeah. 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 This is the, the main advice. Wow. Okay. Um, and something that I thought about, like, um, is there anything, uh, any habit that you have that everybody should have in your opinion, like something that you do every day, something, maybe a small advice, maybe one thing that you do unconsciously that you think like would benefit would benefit like consciously <laughs> i do i do try to be the best what i what i can be mm -hmm. so every day i try sometimes it's 10 things sometimes it's one thing but i'm trying to do things which make me feel better be better and get better mm -hmm. you know so it sometimes is helping others Sometimes it's just a simple smile at the person, at the random person. Sometimes it's writing a plan. I don't know, travel to know people, to share some positivity. You know, a lot of things which could make you better as a person. The better person you are, the more you, the more success you get. So this is the, the habit. And of course, I try to be the leader always the leader from the early early age uh i was always i've been always the one who who tried to be the best the leader and so on so in football i was the captain of the team of the leader mm -hmm. i played counter strike the best game ever <laughs> <laughs> i was the the leader of the team right so now calisthenics i try to show people what what i can do what the human being is capable of and share some some knowledge some mindset you know so this is the habit okay. two, two habits okay and when people want to learn from you and uh, like uh, profit from your experience and knowledge how can they like do that you you offer uh, online coaching you offer workout plans like what is your offer yeah um so I have the website, ruslansaibov.com, pretty easy. If you put Ruslan Saibov in Google, it will pop out. We'll put it and in the description. Thank you for that. And basically, all you got to do, you go to the shop section. There is ebooks, plans, uh, online coaching. And of course, guys, I am not the super, you know, commercial guy or something like this. You can always reach me out on Facebook, YouTube, wherever. But 
on Instagram it's pretty easy. I always reply on Instagram instantly. Like I try to reply to all the messages and stuff, unless I'm traveling or I'm working. So don't hesitate to text me. I will always help. But remember, there is the limit because some people pay, you know, for the really deep, deep knowledge. So I try to respect them. And yeah, I hope you will too. Yeah. So yeah, don't don't hesitate. Text me. I always help. Awesome. Nice. So uh, yeah, we're coming to an end. I have some quick questions, quick answers um, at the end of every episode. So uh, what do you prefer, pizza or burger? Pizza. Pizza. <laughs> And uh, do you do you prefer dogs or cats? Dogs, dogs. I don't know. I know. It's hard. <laughs> dogs, but dogs probably. Okay. Um, and your favorite location for holidays ever? My homeland. Your Ukraine. homeland? Ukraine. Okay. Um, and uh, something that I forgot, uh, your weight and height? I am one... 167... Oh, my God. 176 centimeters height and 76 kilograms. Okay. You're, 166 and 76 yeah you're thinking in lvs and uh inches or like uh because you yeah you, okay yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is why it took me a while okay <laughs> okay nice um yes uh your favorite calisthenics athlete oh i i, I tried to be one basically okay. but back in the day zev zaccavelli No, no discussion, like no discussion. But now I try to be one. I don't have any now. Okay. And what would you do if social media just disappeared? I would be trying to use as many resources I can to, to help people. To help people and to, to be better anyways. Okay. It, never, it, it wouldn't change me as a person. I am the, the person you see on social media is the same person in my private life. I'm being myself 24 hours, seven days a week, for real. I don't play the role. I don't act. I don't act. So if there was no social media, I would be doing just, you know, group trainings, just in real life, personal trainings, and so on. Okay, nice. Um, do you have a favorite book that you Harry want to Potter. Read? Harry Potter, okay. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I thought okay. like now something's really deep is coming about mindset and then <laughs> Harry Potter. <laughs> oh, that's good, okay. But yeah, the, the, uh, the really good book is Angels and Demons. Mm -hmm. the, um, who's the writer? You know him, right? Mm, not from the title. Um, so there is the movie, right? The Da Vinci Code, yeah. Angels and Demons. Movies are perfect, and the book. Okay. And the book is really good, so I really recommend it. I'll look up the author and put it in the description as well. Um, nice. Um, your the best calisthenics event you've ever been at so far. There's a there's a tough one. There's a tough one. But as I said, the best year was, was 2018. 
and the battle against Sergio it was probably the best event because I spent the whole week in Italy with my friends from Barbarians and yeah, I won the competition. I spent a lot of really, really great moments with them then. And yeah, it, it was the best event. And it, it's, it was called One More Rep, One More Rep, organized by Pier Piazza. Okay. Really good guy from, from Italy. Nice. Um, and uh, like, do you have any essential like uh, workout equipment? Uh, what is the most essential equipment that you need for your workout? It's gonna sound funny, but it's pull up. I mean, pull up bar, dip bar, and the floor. Okay, <laughs> this is pretty much it. That's it. Pretty much it. Yeah. Do and you, hold on, yeah. hold on. You guys can get bigger by doing by using pull up bar, dip bar, and floor. This is what I did, mm -hmm. and I'm being honest. I never lifted weight in my life. I mean, I did for like fun, mm -hmm. only three times in my life. Like. <laughs> When my friend in the gym said, I was doing pull-ups and he said, let's do the bench press. Let's see where, where you can get. I benched. Then once someone said, let's see how much you can uh, deadlift. I did. So this is, it was the, the la first and last time I did those exercises. Wow. Like with this much weight. So I don't, I have never lifted any weights in my life to get bigger. Okay. Calisthenics all the way. <laughs> nice i like, love this um yes and the last question um that uh, like uh, if you have to decide between uh, only like only training without weights or like only like, or, like being able to use some weights because you also do some some weighted muscle-ups like at least like light um, for for you for um, no, it's not light muscle-ups, but you do weighted muscle-ups. So yeah, uh, if you have to decide between the, the weighted endurance and only body weight, what would you choose? Body weight. Body weight, and I don't even, you know, hesitate okay. to, to get an answer. Body weight, it, it, it is my style. Like yeah. body weight is my style, but I add weight to progress some, I don't know, 20 kilograms max for now. Mm -hmm. I don't use bigger than that. I don't use any weights bigger than that. Okay, nice. So, um, yeah, we already answered the question, where can people reach out to you? Instagram is the best. I can confirm that you reply really fast. Um, that's uh, really nice to, to see uh, that you really take care of your, your fans, your followers, your friends uh, on Instagram. So, um, yeah, don't hesitate. We will put all your social media um, channels in the description, like for YouTube, for Instagram, um, what else, Facebook, you said. Yeah yes thank nice. you for that <laughs> and uh, yeah like uh, before you can end the episode and say goodbye to everyone i want to thank you uh, like for your time uh, it's really it was a pleasure to talk to you and uh, also thanks to everyone listening to this till the end because i know it's like one hour and uh, people nowadays they don't have an hour for everything Uh, so yeah, I just hope that you appreciated it, that you took some some things and that you can learn from 10 years of calisthenics experience. And uh, yeah, thanks for rating the episode. Thanks for commenting uh, the next interview guest if you wish uh, someone to be interviewed. And yeah, I will be off here. Thanks for watching and see you soon, Gorillas. Yeah, fam, much, much thanks for watching this, to listen to this. 
you don't even have to watch the whole thing. You can, you know, you can divide it separately. <laughs> but yeah, anyways, thank you all. Thank you, man, for inviting me. It was a real, real pleasure. And I mean it with my heart. <laughs> and yeah, I hope it helped someone. I hope it motivated someone, answered some questions to, to someone. And I hope you see to see you guys very soon. And I hope to travel again. And the whole situation will finally, you know, get, come to an end in the world, and we'll be seeing each other, and you know, just being normal again. <laughs> it was Ruslan Saibov for Gar Nation. Much pleasure, salute, and thank you. <laughs>